When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of our True Blue podcast for the Chester Chronicle, covering everything Chester FC related. Um, been a week break for us, uh, a couple of weeks break for us from the podcast, but we're back with a vengeance now. Um, and today joining me is also myself, Dave Powell. There's also Paul Wheelock, our sports reporter at the Chronicle, and also joined by Chas Sumner, Chester FC lifelong fan and club historian. And we're going to discuss today... The week that has been, what is to come, um, but we'll start off with Dagenham at the weekend. It's a, a 4-0 defeat, all four goals coming in the second half, and it was in front of the TV cameras, the BT Sport cameras, and it was a thoroughly miserable afternoon, certainly second half, um, which kind of raised a lot of questions about where we're going this season and just how this season's going to end up. Um, but I mean, this first off, we, we kind of... I thought we gave as, as good as we got. Second half, um, it all fell to pieces and it had all the hallmarks of a few games we've seen previously under under tail end of John McCarthy's regime. The uh, the games against Sutton and uh, and, and Maidstone seem to spring to mind. But we'll start with uh, with you, Chaz. I mean, you were there Saturday as you are every home game. I mean, uh, what was your take on it? Well, after what we'd been seeing over the previous few weeks, where we 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 found playing some reasonable stuff and perhaps not getting the full rewards I must admit the, the second half was a real real shocker um, and I think it left everyone feeling a bit a bit despondent now because of the previous performances I mean late Norium's we let them off the hook but but the other games we played you know there was Eastleigh um, I'm trying to think Wrexham um, the points return perhaps didn't you know didn't reflect how well they played yeah. Um, so I think what I'm hoping is that the second half was just a temporary blip, um, and that we get back to normal with the with the next game, um, where that's the case. I mean, I, th- I think the thing is, I think it did leave everyone feeling a bit low because because of the the manner of defeat. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, the, the first half was um, was you know was pretty was pretty good, but whether Dagenham were holding back and just hoping for um, you know for the half. Just hold out out for the first half, and then sort of stepped up the pace in the second half. I don't know, but yeah, they did seem to collapse in the second half. Seems almost trying to get the measure of us, didn't they? It was uh, they, they just moved through the gears with ease. It seemed in the second half, but that defender didn't help, did it, Paul? No, no. I thought I think listening back to Marcus's uh, post-match interview, I actually have a, a degree of sympathy with him. You know, it's not something that fans want to hear when he's talking about mental and physical fatigue. But at the end of the day, it's a pretty stretched squad. It's a pretty small squad. And it did come at the end of two long away games and one in, in, in midweek in particular, where it took about 24 <laughs> hours to get there and get back. You know, yeah, I know there's yeah, more yeah, serious reasons for why it happened, but you know, it does take it out of you. You know, mm. anyone who's worked yeah. late at night or come back as a supporter mm. of games, it does take it out of you. And I agree with what both of you said there. I think they came up against a good side and on the day who got the first and smelled blood. And on that evidence, Dagenham are going to be up there at the end of the season. But I thought what was most alarming for me, watching from the comforts of my own home, luckily, compared to actually going, was the way the collapse. You know, that I know in the day before, Marcus had done an interview 
with uh, the National Conference website, the National League website, saying we are getting battle-hardened for a long relegation fight, which I think is fair enough. But mentally, it, I don't think it was fatigue. It looked like a confidence issue. You know, It could have been any number by the end. It, it, they just collapsed. They really did. And that, that that's what worried me the most. You can have blips, but they cannot display that kind of brittleness again, even even though, as I say, they're probably playing, they won't be playing too many better sides than Dagenham in the running. Well, we went down to see him today, and what Marcus said was they reverted to a type, um, and I suppose, I mean, we've alluded to it in the past, you become used to losing games of football, and how many collapses have we seen in the past 12 months, you know, I mean, it's getting on for, for 12 months since the start of this whole, you know, Miserable run that we've been on. I mean, twenty seventeen has been the most horrible, hasn't it? Yeah. It's been uh, been nothing. Nothing seems to have gone for us. Whether it's injuries, results, you know, we've seen a change in manager. And when you look at that being coming on the back of twenty sixteen, when we finished the the year, when we were looking towards the playoffs. I mean, Wagner was making jokes, poking fun <laughs> at Wrexham and John Rooney. I mean, all that seems like uh, an eternity ago, doesn't it? But. Um, for me, it is that kind of thing. It did seem like very much the, the those bad performances of the, the John McCarthy era that we'd witnessed, and maybe that is just because they were used to. You know, that is a, a mindset. I think, yeah, I, I think what there. is different was it. It seemed to be a forty-five minute thing, yeah. which is unusual. You, you perhaps, you know, to see such a difference in the in the two halves. Well, you know, we were we were pretty good in the first half without actually creating many chances. It was such a a complete turnover that's what struck me as unusual you know you look at the sort of you say the games under under McCarthy toward, towards the end the, the Solihull game I mean we were just bad throughout yeah, there yeah, and yeah. Um, you know I wasn't at the um, Kidderminster FA Cup game but by all accounts that was sort of bad that was bad so but to see something like that perhaps that's you know something to go for perhaps it was just just tiredness after that um, after that journey back yeah, and I, but that's my my overriding fear is that it's still in the in the back of the head. You've got to get rid of that because you cannot collapse like they did in the second half, no matter how good a team it was. And, but as you said, Dave, really, you don't defend as bad as that. You don't concede at least three of those goals. You know, for the one Hall and Lynch, and then then Hall failing to close across down, and then Goff losing his man. It was really rank bad defending, wasn't it? And I have sympathy for managers in that respect because what can you do? You know, yeah. you can't do anything about that. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you know, I thought Dagenham were were a decent, yeah. a decent side, and that's one, that's one of the things. Um, you know, the next few fix, fixtures till January the first are absolutely crucial mm-hmm. now, um, because if we can't pick up points from the next five games, then we really are deep in yeah. trouble. I mean, that's that's the question I've on everyone's lips. I mean, going into that uh, Dagenham game on Saturday, I mean. It was always going to be a tall order, but I think most people would have thought, well, you know, we've got a good, good fighting chance here, you know, we're not, not too bad a position, but Saturday just brought back all those. I mean, I suppose people react with emotion as well, don't they, after seeing that? I mean, yeah. that second yeah. half was just like going back to the bad old days. But and it, but it does it just shows what a task it's going to be to remain in the National League this year. Yeah. Probably the, the, to- the toughest, you know, it's going to be for us since... Since we've reformed, um, yeah. I mean, I was saying was just before we started. I was just sort of looking through. After twenty-two games, we've got eighteen points now. Um, I mean, the season that we sort of technically got relegated 
we had 19 wow. points. When, when Neil Young was still in charge. Yeah, when Neil Young was still just before, just before October. And then, you know, the other three seasons, we had 30, 29, 32 points. Wow. And, you know, normally I think we're all used to a post-Christmas collapse. This this <laughs> this year it's going to have to be the other way around. Yeah, I mean, points. Yeah. But you look at those, uh, the run of games that are coming up, I mean, December is absolutely massive because you've got... Uh, Solly Hull coming up next. I mean, that's going to be huge. Bottom of the table side. I mean, then you've got the Halifax and Geisley who've got to play as well this month. But we were looking at the fixtures before. I mean, it does seem like we've. They are a bit more kinder if you. But like, you've got to go out and win these games. You've got to pick up points regardless. But December's probably going to be the benchmark as to whether or not um, this club is going to stay in the National League this season because they're going to need a decent points haul in December. To give himself a, a puncher's chance going into the new year. Definitely, well, we've, we've written them out. You know, I think out in December there's four home games out of five, including the Fylde. Taking a bottom team, Jolly Hull, 17th place team, Halifax, Geisley, second bottom, Hartlepool, who aren't putting up any trees, 13th, Geisley again to start the new year, and even the three in, in January, Ed Street, Gateshead, and uh, I think it's Maidenhead. Not bad games. This is. Like not only is there a number of games there against what you cliche six pointers, which they are, and then you've got teams who, let's face it, probably don't not going up, not going down. You've got eight or nine games here that could. I don't want to probably term it make or break because there's still a lot of football to be played after January. But really, you know, if you're not coming out, if you say if you only win one in December, it's looking highly unlikely to get out of it. And your your stats then, Charles, about where they were at this stage of the season would underline that it, it really is crucial they can't give up ground I mean because they're playing teams in and around yeah. them I think Halifax are going to get pulled into this mm-hmm. they're on a bad run of form and if you look further up I know people are immediately concentrating on the bottom four and Lake Norway and I almost think now with Justin Edinburgh putting point head coach there I very much imagine they are going to see some kind mm-hmm. of upturn in form maybe in the short term but and they'll be back I think in January to to haul themselves out of it and at least get kind of mid-table mediocrity but there's a few teams up there easily for all their finance and all the, all the, the money there I mean things are something's wrong there you know and, and they, they they seem to be bobbing around that position same for Maidenhead after their great start I mean their um, form-wise they're struggling so I think there's teams that could you know I mean, you only have to look at how we collapsed after yeah, Christmas yeah, last yeah, season yeah. and I know we think it's just a Chester thing but it, it's a football thing yeah, it, yeah, it, it happens is, yeah. you know yeah, we, yeah. we were seventh Going into here in December last year, we ended up avoiding the drop by two points. So, but like I said, there's loads of football left to play. Um, but I think it's just key just to finish this year on a high and just because otherwise you can't just wade through treacle again in December and expect and be saying the same thing in January. There has to come a point where you think it's it, 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 like I said, it, maybe it is now, now or never, you know, pick up some points yeah. to at least give yourself breathing space. Because this team, I don't, I don't think if. They waste too much more time and don't pick up many points in December. I don't think there's a run of six, seven wins in the most so, you no, know, down, no. down the track, and yeah. that's what you're going to have to look at yeah. if it yeah. doesn't happen. I think that, I think that's true, but I think the other thing that, that strikes me about well, I think psychologically December is important because of the position of the clubs. But to be honest, when you look through the games that are left for the rest of the season, you look at them and you know we were trying to pick out a, a bad month, and I think the very nature of the National League this season means that you can pick up points against anyone yeah. that yeah. you haven't got a Lincoln or a Forest Green this season I don't think anybody really stands out 
at all in the league last season. So that's one thing to be to be positive about. Yes, we need points from from the next five games, but even going into into next year, you know, I still think we can pick up t- points against the you know against the, those teams. When was the last time you can record? I know because our, our kind of post Christmas. Uh, hangover which used to last from January to the end of the season yeah. uh, usually result in the sacking of a manager who had previously done very well and the pulling of all funding that, that was kind of a signature of a previous regime when was the last time you can remember Chelsea, we've actually been in a similar position to this and we actually and, and January December January has, has actually brought about a change in events I mean, it's not, it, not a regular occurrence no it isn't I mean I'm trying to think back that you know when we had those panels and I seem to remember it you know, stat from around two thousand nine ten. Didn't we? Haven't we gone f- several years without winning a game in January? Yes. I, mean, I can't remember. Yes. I can't remember the details. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. That was the case. We, we, you know, we never seemed yeah. to seem to do well then. But of course, that you know all went away under Neil Young's yeah. reign. I think everybody yeah. forgot yeah. forgot that again. Um, you know why why it should happen. But even in the summer, I mean. When we were coming through the leagues, December was almost always a fairly. I mean, the first year was very tough. Once didn't see much football anyway because yeah. the, the weather did we. But it's it's going to be a case if they have to forget all all this that goes before and just get some points on the board. It's a hectic month as well. Um, Saturday kind of brought, raised a few questions in terms of it's been mentioned previously about we've brought in a lot of players. It's ten under Marcus Bigney if he gets um, the players after. Um, but defensively, we're still kind of left with very much bare bones. It's a reshuffling of the pack, and I'm putting square pegs in round holes um, in, in certain instances. But I mean, there's hopefully going to be an addition next week, another striking addition. Um, we need goals, but I mean, it's kind of goals win games, defences win titles, whatever they say. When I say they're going to win a title, but. Um, do you think strikers where the deficiency lies at the moment? Because it seems to be where we are, we are actually top heavy. Yeah, judging on Saturday, there's deficiencies in a number of positions. You know, on that second half showing, I actually didn't disagree with Marcus's decision to bring uh, Aspels on. I know it's kind of like always looks like an act of desperation when you bring the big centre half on and stick him up front. Showed where we were. Yeah, then. but I thought he did all right because. I've put Akinsundi in first half, which was really good for Bell, I think, a game to forget. Uh, I think in the National League, it is all, again, it was always cliche, but you do need something to aim at up there. So I actually understand where he's coming from, and I actually feel for, for Bignett because Archer, what I've seen of him, looks like a player with raw potential. Somebody's got something there, hasn't he? Uh, so yeah, I can understand why he's doing that, but again, it just it's the benefit of hindsight, but the lack of defensive cover from the start of the season till now is really beginning to, you know, really beginning to hit home, isn't it? You know, Astles probably wasn't fit to play. The fact that he went up front said it all. And even though Andy Halls and Roe Turner had him some improved performances of late, haven't they? On Saturday, I, I didn't think it was centre backs. You know, yeah. I think I can understand why he wants a striker, but I think there's probably a need for a, a centre midfielder. And then that's not even beginning to talk about width. But again, he's been hamstrung by the lad uh, Paul Johnson being getting the injury as well. So it, yeah, there's a there's a few he needs. Yeah, I think I think the injuries have been a problem. I mean, you know, to be fair, with losing both um, Harry White and uh, Jordan Archer, then it then it is a problem. Um, you know, goal, goals have 
proved to be a problem and he's thinking you know, if we can get that right if we can start grabbing a, you know, a couple of goals here and there to, to, you know, to some extent I mean to be fair the defence has been okay I think over the last few games yeah. until, until sadly so we probably thought he'd begun to get it sorted yeah. which is probably why he's sort of concentrated on the strikers and trying to you know, fit somebody in there so you know, to some extent I can understand why but it but it does seem you know seem top heavy perhaps he thought that the defence had finally got it sorted I don't even I, to be fair you know because we're we're not as guilty as it but 8th signing ninth signing to be fair in about a month's time maybe 4 or 5 of those signings won't be there like the yeah, lack of Derby yeah, sure, so yeah. who knows yeah. you know the goalkeeper crump so another problem with stop gaps yeah, just to, just yeah. to, it, it, just and, to yeah. for a game yeah, I think, it's, it's, I think it's, it's like sticking yeah. plasters isn't it at the yeah. moment and that's yeah. why I think as bad as Saturday was, this I know where he's coming from, saying it's a blip, and I know why fans would say, "Rubbish, yeah. I'm not having that." Because as you yeah. said, twelve months of it hasn't yeah. it? Not not Mark Spinner's fault, but it's been a long time coming. But I think we need just to. It, I really do hope these next two weeks clears up the injuries, gets time to work on the team again, because there has been progress made. But I just think it was a two or three steps back on on Saturday. I mean, do you think it's you know think about that? Do you think it's Good to not have a game on Saturday, or do you think it would have been better to get out of the system having a game on Saturday? Um, that's kind of a difference of opinion of management, some of the players, I suppose, because so John McCoon was kind of saying that they'd like to a game as quickly as possible to, to get out of the system, whereas now they're left with that kind of need to to kind of sit sit out for a week. But on the flip side of that, the squad is so stretched and big players are missing, and you, you never know with that kind of solid hole. On December 9th, might see the return of like Tom Shaw, who's been a big miss. I mean, he should have been playing at the start of the season. I mean, that's not beat about the push. You know, he's, yeah. he, he's the best midfielder we had, we had at the club. And he's the one when, even when it's going to get tough out there, he's always g the troops up. He always looks like a leader, looks like a senior pro. And on Saturday, there was no one really taking on that mantle when things started to go wrong. Yeah, agreed. And mm-hmm. it just seemed like everything just collapsed with no real no one kind of taking any ownership of it or, or looking to just you know at least you know issue a rally and cry there was not, none of that and, and it's so he's a big mess so I think performances improved this season when he came back into the side after yeah. Marcus Bignett kind of recalled him to, to the playing side of things um, so hopefully Touchwood he'll he, he could be involved but also you know you've got lots of Craig Marnes to come back in he's a senior pro you know yeah. he's, he's He's the only, only player we've, we've got who's ever played under all the managers yeah. of, of the reform club, and he's a you know, record appearance holder. And on his day, he can be a match winner. So we are missing these players, and, and hopefully Ryan Astles will be fully fit, which I'd imagine he would be for that solid whole game. So then, you know, you've got another option at the back. Then, so all of a sudden, you've got you look at the squad that started against uh, Dagenham, the team that was played against Leighton Orient, and you look at the squad that could be available for, for solid holding it. The picture looks a bit rosier, but obviously you've got. To, Put that into effect on the pitch and, and make sure all the all the boxes are ticked and you come away with the points. But um, like I say, the injuries have been I mean, it's something we we've discussed at length, haven't we? I mean, but it just seems as twenty seventeen has been a curse from yeah. from from uh, from start to finish. So hopefully it'll uh, it can be lifted before the year is out. But um, away from league matters, it was uh, FA Trophy draw beginning of the week. It's thrown up at least a home draw. Um, we don't get too many of them in competitions, uh, a rarity. Um, AFC file, which probably isn't the 
a plum tie that, or, or the, the tie people want, would have wanted. They probably would have wanted something a bit more. Well, is it any, is anything straightforward for for this exercise? I don't know, but um, uh, yeah, AFC filed December sixteenth. It's going to be settled on the day the clubs have agreed that there'll be no replay necessary. So could be a, a Saturday afternoon with extra time and a penalty shootout so uh, you might get more more bang for your buck um, <laughs> but yeah in terms of it being I don't know whether it's that could be a welcome distraction um, what do you think Charles I think these sometimes can be a, a positive having a something away from the league in, in these these circumstances personally I'm always it I'm always uh, in favour of the cup competitions I've never liked this um, concentrating on the league mm. business it was something that um I think Mark Wright always specialised in, and it's something I, I don't like. You're in a competition, you know, you've got to go for it. I mean, the fans are there to see see a bit of a bit of glory. Yeah. I don't want to see them, you know, put out a reserve side or whatever yeah. against against Fylde and go plummeting out. I think it's one of those things that can that can breed confidence. Not sure really. we have a reserve. I think we just have side. <laughs> yeah, that, you know, that's what I'd I, you know, I'd like to see a, a good run. I mean, it's not going to be easy. It was one of the, you know, one of the good games down here early in the season against yeah, uh, against yeah. Fylde and as you say you know it's not going to be easy at all they're, they're good they seem to be finding the feet against Fylde now I think they're getting comfortable at the start yeah, yeah, and they, then they, they Danny, are, yeah. Danny Rowe after drawing a few blanks at the start of the season now looks oh, every inch the, uh, the potent marksman he was in, in the league below I mean, what do you think Paul I think it's come, it could come at the right time for Chester or something which I don't know maybe um, I mean, the good thing is it's not going to be a replay it's not going to throw yeah. the clog up there the schedule, but um, maybe a, a distraction away from the league might yeah. be what they need. Why not? You've got two weeks off now, Solly Hall, and then a week to file, then a week after that to Halifax. As you say, there's no midweek games clocking up. And we said it before the Kidderminster game, and look how that worked out. But the club is desperate for some kind of cup run. I think people accept the fact that it's going to be a struggle on and off the field at the moment, isn't it, in terms of the club standing in the, in the conference? But why not have a run of it? That that kid amidst the game. I know every game's treated individually, but that should be in the players' mind when they take on to file because that was let alone the performance and the exit. This club is crying out for a run, isn't it? Yeah, you know? yeah it is. I mean, we, traditionally we've not we've not been yeah. you know brilliant in in cup competitions. Absolutely. Think apart from the FA Cup one a few years ago and well, the one under Youngie when got went yeah. down to Edsfleet yeah. and stuff like that was like brilliant. It was like you know just yeah. I think it was like last sixteen or last thirty two of the trophy that yeah. wasn't it? When he got the semi finals under under Graham Barrow. Um, yeah, yeah. His, well, first season. Yeah, two thousand. Yeah, yeah. Well, first season in online football and that was yeah. a great run. But um, the final wasn't played at, at Wembley then, was it? It was no, uh, I think no. it was at the Britannia Stadium or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, as a chest of Obviously, lifelong Chester fans. I, I saw someone, or a few people, mention the fact that would you take Wembley Glory over National League Survival this year? I'd take both, really. Greedy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not difficult. But I, I would love to see to see them, you know, do well in the trophy. I, I think that would make a big difference to to everyone if we, as you say, if we accept that, you, you know, it's going to be one of those seasons where we're going to be f- finishing, hopefully. Fifth, sixth from from bottom. So you need you need something to, to look forward to and bring the you know bring the bring the crowds in really. And that's that's the worry. You kind of think if they're out in December first round and then it just becomes a, oh, another oh yeah, well. Yeah. But then all you're looking at then for the rest of it is just league games and just thinking there's nothing to break that up. There's nothing to 
take people's minds off it. Whereas a little run in the trophy can prove a, could prove a little bit of a catalyst. Yeah. But I mean, it doesn't even need it doesn't even need much really. Just you know, two or three games even. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, like to keep February time. Or, you know, that's the thing about the, the trophy. I mean, what we're we down to already. I mean, there's not many. Clubs. I mean, we were saying the files not wasn't the ideal draw, but when you look at it, there's only about four clubs left in it already. Yeah, <laughs> it's the last sixty-four. Is it? Yeah. I think it's yeah. um, the National League sides plus yeah. you know the the, the smatter of the teams that remain in it. I mean, a home game against Marine probably would have been um, say, saying that. You know, the, yeah. the, the that's a big game for yeah, Marine. Yeah, yeah. I, I just think Witten, Witten, Witten was, well, was okay well, well, yeah. Albion. I mean, you just wonder if they've got bigger fish to fry. Uh, file. It all depends on what happens with Wigan and Friday night and the like, like that's a bit. That's a, they they would love a draw, wouldn't they? You know, they've got four and a half hours yeah, on yeah. Friday. Go getting back to the DW. It might not be a game in the greatest respect of the world, and that sounds really strange. Saying failed, it's not going to be playing Chester. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, at this stage of the trophy, uh, is not a big game in the price, but it might not be. Mm. You know, in yeah. many respects, I hope they do win. I'm not got particularly any love for file, but I hope they do win on Friday. You know, he'll have the benefits for Chester, and it's, yeah. it's great for a non-league club as well. Yeah. I think we're going to try and nail some colours to the Masters, so we can come back and look at this at the end of the season and see how wrong or right we were. Paul. Uh, do you think, how do you think this season's going to pan out? I agree with Marcus that it's going to be one long struggle. On Saturday, I was watching it at home and the commentators were saying what I was feeling at the time. This is, this is, if you play like this, going down. And it was, if you, if you play like that second half of the season, or second half of the game in, in many more games, they will go down. But I look at those fixtures over the next couple of months and I think, a lot of games are at home a lot of teams you can take points off and as Chaz says the league this year it's, there's no one running away with it is there at all that's been clear by the fact that every week the top of the league seems to change the fact that you can be lower mid-table puck up three wins then you're on the edge of the playoffs yeah. I agree with you though Dave I don't think there's six or seven wins in this team on the run but I think when everyone's back I still think there's enough quality in there to get out of it but I do think December not only even if you were to lose four to five games in December, still time. But I think the fan base, it needs infusing, doesn't it? It needs lifting. As you say, it's been a year of this, of this grind. of It just needs something to get, yeah. you know, on, get on, it going. On Saturday, it felt like when that third and fourth goal goes in, it's been times in the past where that's happened, and then there's fury, you know. But on Saturday, it was almost like a collective... Uh, yeah, it was like the second half of those games yeah. on the You couldn't hear the booze on the TV. You couldn't hear the booze. It was just like a collective yeah. groan. Like, just like, like oh. here yeah. we are again. Yeah. This is this is yeah. what this is what we're used to, you yeah. know. And, and that's that's got to change. And I know I don't mind doing this. Work work really hard to try and turn things around. But you are working with a group that has become used to losing games. And I would say the players that he had. Certainly on Saturday, I thought Jordan Goff's been great since he's come in. I think he's been a strong addition. He was poor on Saturday and he was culpable for a couple of the goals, I thought. But um, taking that game away from it, I think probably out of all those 10 signings that Bignett brought in, the three who probably he assigned to make an impact on the first team, Hall Johnson, Archer and Goff. Mm -hmm. um, those are the three I think he's brought in to give the first team a lift. And I would say... If all those, all three of those are fit, that side on Saturday is a much better side. Yeah. Um, but like having said that, it's um, it, it's going to go down to the wire. I mean, personally, I thought like, it, it's it's difficult to call because 
we haven't really had a run of games against teams in and around us this season as yet. Um, so I suppose the acid test will be in a couple of games' time after kind of games against Solihull and um, and uh, and Halifax. But um, it's going to be something which goes down to the wire. Um, and you know, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm loath to, uh, to 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 say much more than that. But Charles, where do you where do you think? Well, I think on the, you know, if you go on the basis of the the second half on Saturday, then it's going to be very difficult to to get out of it. But then you look at the previous four games and you think, well, you know, they, they've been doing okay. There was shown steady improvement. Perhaps we just have to look at that forty-five minutes as a as a blip. I mean, and I, and I think it's very much the fact that it's very much of a muchness the league this season. Mm. I mean, you look at the three games we've won, which doesn't sound good, does it? But beating the top of the table, we've beat Maidenhead mid-table and Barrow sort of near the near the bottom. You know, it's it's just so spread. I think Chester go into a game these days, and you you really don't know what to expect from clubs. There's, you know, these southern clubs, you the likes of Bromley, Maidenhead, Ebbsfleet, you really don't know what to expect no. from them at all. But they're all, I think they're all winnable games. I, you know, the thing that stands against them is, you know, you, you look at the stats, you realise they they have got to start picking up picking up points. But I I feel it was likely to pick up points against anybody in this league really at the yeah. moment. I mean, I don't subscribe to the notion. I see it got mentioned quite a lot how bad the league is, but obviously the polar yeah, opposite. Not. When we came down yeah. Yeah. from it's the not. football league, there were guineas in this league. There were t- there were games where you play right or playing Lee RMI, we're playing Hayes and Yedin, yeah. games which you would win. Yeah. But now th- there's there's none of that. All, I, I see. It's yeah. a near full time. Yeah. Watched, we, we are that gimme to some teams. I've now. watched yeah. football at all levels yeah. um, as a fan and as a reporter, and the level it reminds me most is the championship. It really is. It's a grind. It's hard. There's a yeah. lot of big clubs relatively for yeah. the division in yes. here. Every and as you say, you, people say about the championship. Oh, you never know. There's always unexpected results. There is in the conference as yeah. well now yeah. because yeah. it is. It is a fifth division. Mm-hmm. It is yeah. a fifth professional league to all extents and purposes. The quality is as I high think, as it's ever I, been, I, I and that's why the gap between yeah. the football league and the national league is so yeah. is yeah. so small. Yeah. But because that quality is throughout yeah. it, you see more yeah. close games and yeah. it's more. Nipping it's up. not always but, great football. No, I think one of the things that strikes me. I, I bet you can't name one season where somebody hasn't, when it hasn't got to December and somebody hasn't said it's a really poor league this season. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter yeah, what yeah, division yeah. you're in, everybody yeah. says yeah. the same thing every single year. And it's, yeah. you know, I think it's a very, very even league. There's nobody like Lincoln and Forest Green stood out last season, but I haven't seen anybody this season that stands out. It's, you know, it's, it's the same as it always. Yeah. It's the same yeah. as it always as well. It's not. It's not a poor league. It is what it is. Yeah, and I, like, like I say, but it's it's a tough league nonetheless. And like I say, there isn't there's none of that. We, well, we used to look at games. Like I say, we've mentioned before, like, like to lay our mind. Think, oh, you know, you're going to pick up those points. I mean, I remember during the promotion winning season when we had, get, you know, we beat yeah, six yeah. six yeah. two and six one, whatever it was. Yeah. In, in, but then a couple, the, couple of seasons before that, they beat us. What was it? Yeah. Three nil. Yeah. Three. So, <laughs> it's it's one of those. Um, it's a tough league, and it's going to take an almighty effort to get out of it. But you know, let's remain on the positive side. We'll be talking National League football again next season, won't we, I'm sure. Um, he touches wood as he says that. Um, right, thanks very much for to joining us, uh, Charles and Paul. And we shall be back next week to discuss, um, well, there's going to be no game of the weekend, so hopefully we'll, uh, something would have transpired in between now and then that we can, <laughs> we can string out for half an hour. I'm sure we'll find something. But thanks very much for joining us, and we'll see you again next time.